right, folks, we are back. This is Bullpen Sessions. My name is Andy Neary, and this is episode 21. I'm excited. Um, this woman you're about to hear and, and listen into is a mentor of mine. Um, she refuses to be called a life coach. She is more of a guide and a teacher. Um, call her an energy healer. She has been very impactful in my life, in Amy's life, and so I'm very excited to have her on today to talk all things mindset. Allie, Allie Duncan, welcome aboard. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. All right, Allie, for the audience who doesn't know who the heck Allie Duncan is, uh, let's take us back. You're, you're a guide, a teacher, a coach today, uh, an energy healer, but you weren't always in that space talk let's take let's tell us about the alley that was 10 15 years ago way back then <laughs> um, yes <laughs> so i did do um well i was in law enforcement so i was a police officer in fort collins for a while but while i was a police officer that's when i actually got into energy work was um 2003 when i got hired and so um yeah that's what started my journey onto energy work was actually being in law enforcement because I met my mentor and we're still very good friends right now. And um, yeah, so went from police officer, energy worker to studio owner. And here I am still doing it. <laughs> Quick question. So, you know, that's, that's definitely a drastic change in life, right? You go from uh, being a female police officer, which you could say is definitely uh, a minority. And if you're not watching the video, you're just listening in. Allie Duncan is African American. So that in itself is, is a minority. Growing up in Fort Collins, uh, where let's face it, there's not a ton of diversity. What was it like being the, being the really the only or first female police officer in the city? Is that correct? The first black female officer. Okay. And how, so was there any lessons, you know, going back to that time where you were such a quote unquote minority a first with being a, a, a black female police officer? Did that come with its challenges, with its adversities at all? I was actually used to it. Um, my dad was the second black male in Fort Collins, period. And wow. so growing up, me and my sisters we were the only black girls in school, black people in school. <laughs> And um, so, yeah, so I was used to being the minority in basically everything that I did. Um, so, yeah, so then when I got hired, it was kind of the same thing. There was some pressure to show up in a certain way. They asked me to uh, do a lot of photos for the department to show diversity. Mm. <laughs> so I guess I always like to play around that I was the token, the token black girl for the department. <laughs> So with that change, again, uh, being, you know, in a way you, you, you stood out, right? I mean, being the minority yeah. that can come with its challenges, you definitely stand out. Um, but here you are now going, you know, you were a police officer over a decade ago. Today, now you're working in the, uh, the energy field. You're working with people, teaching them and guiding them on creating more of an abundant mindset. Was there anything from your past being a police officer that has taught you any lessons that you use today? It was actually the opposite. So just learning the energy work and the mindset 
helped me greatly while I was a police officer. So I actually utilized the tools that I teach people now to help me be like a calm police officer and a nice police officer um, to kind of handle the stress that uh, I was experiencing. Um, the tools for being a police officer now, maybe just inserting myself a little bit more um, where I want to be and then just understanding um, that everybody's going through their own journeys, uh, having a little more compassion with people, even um, people that I see around me throughout my day, around my studio, wherever I happen to be, just um, compassion, I would say would be the biggest thing that I took away from being a police officer. That's yeah. awesome. You know, I just, you just said something that kind of resonated with me was that, you know, as a police officer, I'm sure you often found yourself in very stressful situations, right? And yes. now that you are coaching and guiding people who find themselves in a stressful situation where anxiety and fear may be taking over their decision making, I think that that's got to help you help them put them in more of a calm state. Well, because when we were trained, we would train for go to worst case scenario right away. So when you get dispatched to a call, you start working through a worst case scenario. And then when you get there, you can start backing it down. So it was just like instant all the way up there. So now I do the opposite where I teach people to just be in the moment and just be like, is that true? Right. Is it true? It's not true. So now let's work through mm. that. So it was kind of um, it wasn't really challenging, but it was a definite pivot that I had to do with my own mindset when I quit the force and then started to guide, do coaching for um, other people on mindset. Yeah. If you're listening right now, I hope you just caught that. As a police officer, instantly you have to think worst case scenario. And how many times in our life when something happens, an event, somebody says something, we instantly go to worst case scenario and create something out of nothing. That was, that was so well said, Allie. Okay, so this conversation is going to get kind of woo-woo for you listeners out there. Allie, we're talking energy. We're talking abundance. Let's just get right to the point. Um, at a universal level, what's going on right now, this, this pandemic, this global pause? What's really happening? Well, we're definitely in timeouts. So a big global timeout so the earth can do her thing. So right now we were in 3D. So 3D is just the frequency of vibration that we were in for several, several years, hundreds of years. And now the earth is shifting into a 5D. So a 5D is a higher frequency. And she basically needs everybody to shift their frequency to get higher to help make that transition. So there's so much happening and the way to shift your frequency to help the shift to 5D is so simple. It's literally be the best version of yourself that you can be. So with everything that's going on with the pandemic, with our administration, those are all distractions. So if we pull into ourselves and just focus on, okay, I'm responsible for me, let me focus on how I can show up for myself and for other people. That's all that matters. And so the shift is going to happen regardless. And so, but it will look different for everybody depending on where your frequency is. So it would love to shift together as a whole. Mm. But if not, then everybody will have different experiences. But it's going to be an 
in when the the shift happens, right? So the age of Aquarius, that's what we're in right now. So everything that we've been listening to and hearing, if you're in that woo-woo world, is happening right now. This is where we're at. You know, it's interesting. I've had a lot of conversations lately with people who talked about the phrase, the have and the have nots. You know, historically, that's always been used to describe people with money and without it. I really feel like coming out of the back end of this pandemic, the have and the have nots are going to be probably be used to describe people who have gone along and made the shift with the universe or those and those the have nots are those that refuse. They're trying to hold on to the past and trying to maintain a sense of status quo. So what would you say right now? What you said is we kind of have an obligation as, a, as human beings to try to live our highest energy we can to shift along with the universe and what it's doing right now. What is a, what, what's the worst thing somebody could be doing right now in the midst of all this chaos from a mindset perspective? Getting sucked into what is happening in the sense of what is this going to look like? in a few months, right? So fear of the future. So for somebody in the moment worrying about what is this going to look like? How is this going to affect me, my business, everything? That for me personally, that would be one of the worst things uh, so that trying, somebody could do. Yeah. So trying to control what's going on. Trying to, yeah. And, yeah. 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 And even worrying about it. Yeah. I, I think what you said earlier is so important is just be present. It, it will be present with the environment around you. Quit trying to control any kind of outcome that you think you need or want. Because to me, that's often where the disappointment comes in, the fear and the anxiety. You're trying to control what's going to happen in the future instead right. of just letting be what be, right? And so if somebody is in that spot right now, Allie, and you know it's, it's permeating the world right now, anxiety, fear, uh, instead of having abundance, it's a lack mindset. Let's start at a basic level. What are some very simple things people can start doing right now? If they find themselves in that position where fear and anxiety is controlling their days, what are some things they can start doing right now to bring them back in a better state of mind? So anxiety is simply trying to control something that you have no control over. That's all it is. Mm. And so if you stick with the four things that you have 100% control over, your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, your reactions, and you focus on these are the four things that I have 100% control over, then let that be your focus. So when your mind starts to worry and be in that space of fear, then it's pulling yourself back to be like, okay, is that true? Is it true that I lost my job? Is it true that I'm going to get sick? Is it true that I won't have enough money? Whatever it is, it's always coming back to this moment to say, is that true right now in the moment? Because the moment is what the universe is matching. And so whenever your mind starts to wander, starts to be, have fearful stories, just bring it back to this moment. Is it true? Just ask yourself, is it true? And so if it is true, okay, if it is true, I lost my job. Okay, so you lost your job. Now what? Right? It's happening. So now you start to do the steps like, what do I need to do? Do I need to apply for another job? Do I need to apply for unemployment? Do I need to get a different type of assistance? There's so many things that you can do if the moment is, yeah, this is true, I did lose my job, but you still have control over how you feel about losing your job. 
you have 100% control over how you feel about your pay getting cut in half or your studio closing, right? It doesn't change the outcome, but you still have 100% control over how you respond to it and how you feel. And that is the most important thing. That is what the universe is gonna match you to get your future, right? So future is in air quotes because it doesn't even exist, but your next experience will be created with that, what you're feeling in the moment. We're going to go there in a minute here. The future not existing. I want to talk about that. But <clears throat> I think what you said is uh, right on because you and I have had these conversations over the last two or three years about just being present and, and quit, quit uh, trying to control the uncontrollable because that's where anxiety comes in. And if you think about right now what's happened, especially if you're a small business owner, you talk about not having control. The government literally shut your business down. They literally told you, you can't work. And so yeah. if there's a moment in time in history where you have to put yourself in the right state of mind going, I, had, I was nothing I could do to control that. But now that I, I've got to make my, I've got to be calm. I've got to have control. Therefore, I can start taking action to figure out what I'm going to do to fix the current situation is so powerful. Now, you just said the future doesn't exist. And I can't remember what tribe this was. I remember reading a book not too long ago about a tribe. I think it was in Africa. And in their language, they don't even have words for future or past because all they know is present. Yeah. And I, what we're yeah. getting into a little bit here is quantum physics. Right. And I think a lot of people think they know quantum physics or they hear the word and they think automatically like, Twilight Zone, super woo-woo, that's out there. Let's really, let's just level set. What is quantum physics? So, I mean, there's so many aspects of quantum physics. The part of it that I use in my um, guiding, my teaching, my sessions is the zero-point field. So, the zero-point field is literally everything that could possibly be happening is happening right now, and it's in that field. So... There is no past, there is no present. I mean, there is no future, there is present. So there is no past, there is no future. All there is is the present. So the you who is sitting here now, whatever that feeling, that emotion that you are kicking out is aligning you up with a future version of yourself. So think of it this way. Every version of yourself is already here. There's trillions of versions of you. And each version vibrates a different frequency. And so the you that is sitting here right now, when it kicks out a frequency, it's slowly pulling that version of yourself that matches that frequency to you and you start experiencing that life. So if you're sitting here and you're fearful, you're worried, you're stressed, you're kicking out those frequencies. And so there's a version of you out here that is filling those things that matches that frequency. And then you're aligning yourself up with that version. And so it's all happening all at once. But we say that that's my future self. So but it's not. It's almost like you're living your own movie. 
And in every mo any moment, you're creating the characters in your movie, you're creating the environment in your movie, and whatever you have going on inside is literally what this picture, this movie is creating and giving back to you. Right. So your inner world is creating your outer world. So you don't have necessarily, you don't have control over what your life will look like for the most part, but you have 100% say in what it's going to feel like. So if you're always stressed, know that your life is going to have experiences that support stress. If you're always overwhelmed, then know that your life is going to have experiences that trigger overwhelm. So we have 100% say in what our life feels like but not so much of what it looks like. Mm. So yeah. this is something that I've been guilty of for a long time. And it's something I probably had to work the hardest on. Even something as simple as, hey, Andy, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so busy. I'm so overwhelmed. Literally just stating that phrase, that sentence is going to cause your environment. The universe is going, I hear you. Here you go. Here's overwhelm. Here's anxiety. Literally change yeah. your emotions, change what you're saying, and your environment will change for you. Absolutely. And so the universe will always say yes. No matter what you say you are, it just says yes. Yes. But, and I would like to say too, is not to ignore how you feel. So if you are feeling busy and overwhelmed, then it's time for you to be like, why am I feeling this? Because it will be a story. So the thing about frequencies, if we just stuff the words down, if we don't look at them, if we ignore them, the frequency is still there. It's still vibrating. And that's what the universe picks up. So if you say, I am busy, or I am so overwhelmed or anxious, then sit with it. Like, why? Why am I choosing to feel this way? And a lot of it can be muscle memory, right? Subconscious, that it just comes up. Why am I feeling this way? Because I have all of these projects to do. Okay, that's where my overwhelm's coming from. So now I can do the steps to chip it down. I'm just gonna focus on what I'm doing right now, mm -hmm. and then that's done, and let's move it along. So recognizing how you feel, noticing it, but doing your very best not to be in it. So there's a difference between noticing an emotion, understanding it, and being in it and letting it control you. Those are completely two different things. Well, and I, I think to that point, since I've been working with you, one of the biggest game changers for me is when you find yourself in that state, because it is easy to say, oh, I'm so busy, or I'm so, over, so, so overwhelmed, or I'm just I'm stressed out today, and is catching yourself in the moment, literally catching yourself saying it and saying, okay, I've said it, now what can I do about it? And I think for me in the past, I would just let that spiral continue <laughs> and it would get worse and worse and worse until at the end of the month, I'd say, okay, it's time to go get my magic pill, go see Allie. And that's, I wanna talk about that because you obviously do any, you, you do any energy work. You are a um, master Reiki, right? Master one Reiki. Uh, Reiki master teacher. Reiki master teacher. And so I'm going to ask you a little bit about that in a second. Um, but you have, again, you've been a blessing to Amy and I, which I said earlier, but my problem was, is every month I'd come see you. And, and for those who don't know where Allie is, you're down in Denver, Colorado. Um, and the other 29 days of the month, I wouldn't put the work in. I would just use you as the 
again, the magic pill that I saw once a month. And, and when I knew I was spiraling out of control, I would just go see Allie and she'd fix it. Let's go yeah. there. Let's start with Allie as a coach, as a guide, as a teacher. People can't just come see you for the fix. They have to actually put the work in, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm open for whatever. If people do want to come to me for a fix, because I get it. So when you have your energy cleared, right? When I clear the frequencies, I know how it feels because I've done it before. It feels amazing. And you're super crystal clear. Your energy's light and um, high. And, and some people do need that until they can start going, okay, I want to last longer or I want to now take different steps. So everybody's process is different. Yeah. Um, and so you got to your point where you're just like, oh, I actually have to do something different. But when you were coming to see me, that's what you needed. And then you got that, oh, this is what I need to do to shift it. So um, there is no spiritual bypassing. It doesn't exist. So even though you get cleared, your frequency shift, you still have to work through your stuff. You still have to um, handle your assignments. And so there is no shortcuts whatsoever. So the tools that I give you is just allowing you to stay on your path, do your assignments, but from a place of not so much suffering, not so much anxiety, a little more clarity on who you are and the power that you have. So yeah, so I'm not a quick fix at all. Well, I can make well, it easier. Well, not and a quick and fix. this is one reason I wanted to have you on and especially right now because of all the fear and anxiety a lot of people are, are, are dealing with, the quick fix for many, unfortunately, is what? Alcohol, drugs, um, yeah. things that just to put their mind on something else to give them that quick fix, and they're not solving the real problem. Right. Which is, yeah, yeah. Which, which is what the energy uh, that's, ha that's going on inside, what's happening inside. In fact, you know, a quick story I'd love to share. I remember, come see I remember seeing you um, a few years back. And at the time I first started coming and seeing you, I was like, okay, this is too woo. -woo. I'm not into this, Amy, I'm not going to do it. And then it finally got to the point. She's like, um, if you want to stay together, you need to go see Allie. So I did. And it was about three, four, five months in. And I remember coming and seeing you and you were clearing the energy. And I had this strange, strange experience. And I remember waking up after, cause you literally fall asleep. Like you literally go so deep as you're clearing the energy. And I remember as I woke up, you telling me it literally took you 10 minutes to wake me up. Yeah. So you were this close to starting to rub my chest to make sure I was alive, <laughs> but it made me realize how bad the energy was inside of me. What you cleared out of me must've been so poisonous potent that it literally knocked me out and so again i say what i say to share my experience but also if you're listening out there again you're not feeling like you're in a good position don't resort to external fixes when i say external the drugs the alcohol uh all sex whatever resort to fixing yourself inside do the work whether it's working with an energy healer personal development do the work because that is where the fix is going to come and Ali, I'd love for I love for your thoughts. Uh, I didn't prepare you for this question, but I'd love your thoughts on this because I think where a lot of people go when they hear this conversation is, you know, it was what 10, 15 years ago, the book The Secret came out, 
Yes. And everybody took away from the secret that all you got to do is visualize this stuff and it'll happen. <laughs> what are your thoughts about this, the book, The Secret? And, and what lessons could be taught from a book like that? So, yeah, The Secret, um, it was all very materialistic. Um, you know, if you want something, think about it. And the law of attraction is an actual universal law. Yep. So what people need to understand about the law of attraction is whatever you're calling in is not going to fix you. So let's say I will be so happy if I have that red sports car, but how I see myself is I'm unworthy. I'm not good enough. I'm stressed. I'm overwhelmed. So yeah, that red sports car is going to come in, but it's going to cause you so much overwhelm, right? It's going to keep breaking down. It's going to start doing all these things because it has to match your frequency. So there's a quote and it's, um, the things that we pray for bring us more suffering than the things that we don't pray for. Because we think <laughs> if I pray for this yeah. and I bring it in, everything's going to be okay in my world. It's like, no, it's not. You still have to deal with your issues. You still have to do with those frequencies. So that's the law of attraction. What I teach people to do is a law of emergence. So the law of emergence is running the energy through you, being mindful of what's flowing through you because that's what's going to project out from you. So kind of letting go of what your experience has to look like and really focusing on what it, it's going to feel like because that is your true place of power. So yeah, the law of attraction is a thing, but it will cause you suffering. Well, and I think what you just said too is I just put a quote out there a week or two ago about um, be careful what you wish for, be careful what your goals are for, because if it is just focused on the material items, yeah, you are going to get there and have that house, have that car, but guess what? You're still going to be unhappy. Yeah. Be, unha be happy now and your goals will be achieved and you'll have everything you want. If you're chasing a goal, a materialistic item, you may have it, but you're still going to be that unhappy version of yourself you don't want to be. So you hit it on the head when you said the energy has to flow through you. The law, I love that. The law of emergence that, that wrote that one down. Yeah. So let's talk about um, Reiki. Okay. You know, I think a lot of people, when, I, when, when they heard me say that a few minutes ago, they're like, huh? Why don't you talk <laughs> about a little bit about just basics. What is Reiki? And, and how can somebody leverage Reiki to, to improve their mindset, improve their energy, improve their body? So Reiki is universal energy. So it's uh, chi energy. And it's, you're tapping into a thousands of year old system with symbols and how you use the symbols to call it into your body and even your adamant stuff. So like your car, your um, computer, right? Because everything is energy. Everything is frequencies. And so the cool thing about Reiki, like nobody heard about it. But so I started getting trained in Reiki in 2008 and it was such a weird thing. But now they have Reiki practitioners, I think in every single um, Cancer of America hospital, wow. they have a Reiki practitioner on staff. And so because now they can measure what the energy does to the body to help support patients. And so when you run Reiki, you're just running energy into the body. I don't direct it when I practice Reiki. I just put it there and let the body use it to wherever it needs to use it. So it's for healing. It's for mindset, um, clarity, um, emotional. So you have the emotional, the mental, the physical, the energetic levels of the body. 
And then the energy will just go to whichever one needs the most attention first. And so we may think, oh, it's the body, but actually it could be something mental. So it'll take that energy and mm. start to heal the mental. And then, and then whatever, four or five sessions in, then the knee is feeling better. So it's just putting energy into the body and then letting the body do with it whatever it needs to do. And, and, and there's no expectations. And what's interesting, Allie, is somebody, if, if somebody wanted to pursue Reiki treatment or a Reiki session, they don't have to actually be in the room with a Reiki teacher, right? No, I do distance sessions all the time. So with my, um, I do coaching, coaching and um, energy work too, all in one session. And I have um, lots of uh, Zoom sessions. I have people in different states. So yeah, you don't have to be there because it's energy. Energy never ends. It doesn't stop. It's, we're constantly connected with each other. And so then it's just intent and your intention and then doing the thing. Yeah. And I can tell you firsthand, uh, Amy and I have family I know who have taken advantage of telephonic uh, sessions with you and it's just as effective as being in the same room so yeah. so yeah. it's very 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 impactful if you've never done it if you never had Reiki done or just energy work in general I would highly highly urge you to do it especially again being that this this is it's what is it gonna be it's going to be May uh, 19th when this posts um, we're still in the pandemic we're still in lockdown there's a lot of fear and anxiety so Start working with your energy, start working internally, and I promise you, your external situation and circumstances are gonna change massively. Yeah. Allie, one thing I coach on with my clients is routines and habits. Mm -hmm. And one that's been a game changer for me, and I want you to go into it a little bit, is something you've taught me. And that's when I start my day, I read, I meditate, and I journal. But when I journal, I ask myself a really important question about the day, which is how would today feel if it were free and easy? I want you to go into that a little because uh, it's been a huge impact on me and how my days end up flowing. Why is that so important to ask yourself a question like that? So whenever you ask a question, you're coming from a place of I am a student. I want to learn. So it's like when, um, so with anybody here listening on the call, when someone comes to them in their expertise and says, hey, I have a question for you. Like you want to answer that. You're just like, oh, this is my expertise. And so think of your world, the universe as that. So when you ask the universe a question, it's like, oh, let's get an answer for her, right? It wants to show up for you because we go through life thinking that we know it all. We know what our day is gonna look like and what it should look like and what our life is gonna look like. And the universe is just standing by, just waiting for <laughs> us to ask for assistance, right? And so, so think of if you had a child or even somebody that you hired on and they think they know everything and they never ask for your help. You're just like, okay, right? And so, but then when they start asking you questions, you're like, sweet, now I get to show up as a teacher, as a mentor, and kind of show off. This is, this is my expertise. So when you ask a question, the universe conspires to line everything up for you, to give you an answer. Like, that's its joy, is to be like, sweet, let's go to work. So asking questions all the time, what would this look like? What would this feel like? Um, what do I need to say? Where do I need to go? Um, who do I need to talk to? And then see how your day unfolds. Yeah, that's a super powerful way. So if I to... heard you correctly, look at the universe almost like one big executive assistant. And it's <laughs> like, whatever you start your day, the instructions you give it, 
yeah. she's going to go do. And so yeah. make sure it's the right instructions. Make sure you're telling her to help you have an easy, free, productive day. And it's going to happen. It is going to happen. Yeah. It is. And even if something shows up that's challenging, your perception of it is the thing that you're working on to let it be easy and free, right? Not to have attachment to it or a story to it. And you can absolutely get there by just setting that intention. Well, that's why, why it's so important that why you journal, um, why you, you have self-talk in the morning. Because what do a lot of people do right now? And I, with the clients I work with, I say, what's the first thing you do in your day? Check email. Yeah. Hmm, okay, so you're checking your inbox. Now you have three fires that have to be addressed and you haven't even started your day yet and you already are facing stress and anxiety. Guess what your, your universal executive assistant is hearing? Oh, you want a day of stress and anxiety. Here you go. Absolutely, and especially when you want to create a new you. Yep. Is to break out of your blueprint, like do something that you normally don't do to open up that mindset, to start thinking a different way. So the whole mind concept of mind management yep. is doing something different. So instead of checking my emails, I'm going to do 10 deep breaths. Mm. Instead of checking my emails, I'm going to do 10 deep breaths, 20 jumping jacks, whatever it is. And then that starts to create a completely new energetic blueprint. Then you start to become a different version of yourself just by making tiny little shifts. So let's, with a few minutes we have left, let's, let's get right to some, maybe some tactical things that uh, people can take away from this and implement. So let's, let's go to the individual listening to the pot, this interview right now. And they, before they jumped on, they hadn't even heard of Reiki. They hadn't even heard of energy work. They may have thought it was super woo-woo, too far out there, not for me. But now you've got them a little convinced that going, hmm, maybe I do need to take a step to start working on myself and my energy. Where should someone start if they have never done this before? The simple thing is, is to look at the world around you. So to look at your life, not anybody else's life, your life, and then just take stock in it. Like, do you like it? Does it feel good? And if it doesn't, always come back to, it's matching me. So then just make simple shifts. Like, how do I want my world to feel? And then to start feeling that way. So we have 100% control over how we choose to feel. So then start making those adjustments of, you know what, even if it's just for 10 minutes, for the first 10 minutes of my day, I'm going to feel peaceful. So then start doing it, whether you put on some music and then just start to notice what your day looks like to match it. And so just start super tiny. So if this is new concept to you, I would refrain from going somewhere like huge, big, like this is the outcome I want because then it won't, right? And then you'll be like, this doesn't work. This isn't real. But just start with something small, just something small. And just be like, I'm going to implement this, this feeling first thing in the morning. And I'm going to see how my day unfolds. Um, another tool is to let go. So mm -hmm. let go of something that you feel you have control over throughout your day. Just one thing, surrender into it and then see how it changes. See how it shifts. Because when we try to hold on to something and control it, we, we get our results are so limited because yeah. of our perception of it and our power over it. But when we let go of it, it's going to show up completely different in a way that you had no idea was even possible. So just picking one small thing to a way to feel, and then just one small thing to let go of, to just surrender. Like I'm not even going to try to control it at all and then see what happens. So those two are the fun things 
to start to practice, to play around with energy and see how it shows up for you. And then just take it from there. Just go bigger. Yeah, that, that's so important. Start small, pick one thing, uh, succeed at and celebrate that win. Oh, absolutely. And then pick another one and slowly, it, it, it comes down to consistency, persistency and patience. You know, start, start the work today, but don't think the fix is coming by Monday. It's a day by day journey and right. celebrate those small wins uh, each and every day as you create your new environment. I love that. So most of my listeners, Ali, are readers. What is a great book somebody could be reading right now? My favorite book to start everybody out on um, is The Untethered Soul by Michael Sanger. It, is, it was my first book that really kicked me down the rabbit hole, but not too far and not too fast where I was like, this is crazy. But it does talk about your mindset and the voice in your head. Um, and it does it in a very fun, uh, light way of reading. Um, so that would be my first book that I would suggest to people, that I do awesome. suggest to people. Now, another one I know you're a big fan of, and you actually got me on too, is the book, The Alchemist. Yes. <laughs> you haven't read The Alchemist, it's a quick read. Great yeah. audio book too, if you wanted the audio version, but it, it's all about trusting the omens, trusting what's going on in your environment and everything is happening for a reason and just keep listening to the universe. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, um, yeah, because everybody, everybody notices it, but they don't attach their life to it. So let's say you want to, you want to buy a yellow bug, one of those little yep. W bugs. The minute you buy it, it's in your energy field. You're going to notice that everybody and their mom has a yellow VW bug. Because yep. now it's the energy. You put it in there, and so now it's shining it back at you. And so we notice those things, but then we, you know, to apply it to your life is completely different. So, yeah, and so The Alchemist is a great book about that, too, to just show how everything lines up. Like, it's, it's, it's from the very smallest thing to the biggest thing. Yep. It's like it's all in alignment with you. Everything is. And I can tell you it's on my short list of books that I read at least once a year. It's not one you read once and you put down. I think you need to go back and back, back to it multiple times to really get the lesson. So, yeah, so, so let's finish here, Allie. I'm going to read a quote from your website. And if you haven't checked out Allie's website, is, it is I am Allie Duncan. That is A-L-I-D-U-N-C-A-N. I am Allie Duncan.com. But you have a quote that says, the past is behind, learn from it. The future is ahead, prepare for it. The present is here, live it. Yeah. And I think... That's where everybody is today. I think we are all realizing that this today is all we have. There is so much uncertainty in the future right now. Don't try to think we're going to look like the past. We only have today. So if somebody is listening and they know they need to take action, how can they work with you? What is the easiest way to reach out to you? Um, you can reach out to me through my website. So I have a contact form and you can reach out to me that way way and I'll respond to you. Um, I'm all over the socials. So it's um, Allie Duncan PC on Instagram and the same on Facebook. You can reach out me, um, to that to me that way also. So yeah, we can set up a just a 30 minute um, discovery call to see what your needs are, if we're going to work together, um, what that would look like, and then just go from there. If you guys didn't catch that, socials on Facebook and Instagram is Allie Duncan be seen. I hope you guys took some notes today. Um, coming out of this, I've learned, you know, guys, we're all dealing with a very strange environment none of us asked for. 
Um, it's definitely out of our control, but the one thing we always have control of is our attitude, our mindset, and what is happening inside. Because what is happening inside is 100% responsible for creating what is outside of you. And so I hope you have taken this interview as a lesson to say, hey, it is time for me to take control of where I am, who I am, and what is happening around me. Because if you do that, you're gonna come out the backside of this pandemic, this recession that might be around the corner in a much better position than you are today. So Ali, what would you, any lasting or last words of wisdom you'd like to leave the audience? Just find the highest frequency that you can. And that is joy and pleasure. So whatever you do throughout your day, just try to make it, just be in that space of joy and pleasure. And you're already halfway there. I love that. If you want mother nature, if you want this globe, this rock, the universe to be different on a positive note, when we come out of this, yeah. you have an obligation to live your highest vibration right now. Yeah. And how easy is that? Pleasure and joy. You Absolutely. Can a whole long list of what is pleasurable and joyful. <laughs> Absolutely. Life's great, isn't it? It is great. <laughs> well, Allie, with that being said, want to thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. This was fun. Awesome. And if you're out there, you're listening in, remember, if you put the work in on yourself, it creates confidence. And then when you match that confidence with clarity, you know what happens. Action happens. So go out today, know you're good, gain that clarity you need and start taking action on your future today. And last but certainly not least, please do me a favor. If you're enjoying these podcast interviews, I would be very grateful if you would just go give me a five-star review. Let us know what you think of the interviews. And please share this podcast with anybody you would find or you would think would find this beneficial. Until we meet again, make it a great day.